welcome to another edition of Religion and Rock. I'm Monsignor Jim Vallone, and here he is our producer and engineer, Mr. Stephen Sheldon. Hello there, sir. Good day to you. You know, I was thinking of you the other day. Uh-oh. I hope like, positively. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. You know, I was, I'm was. i actually cleaning out some junk, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm like kind of whittling it way down. This is going to be my winter of whittling. That's what mm-hmm. I'm calling it, winter of whittling. And I had like one of these bins, you know, these plastic bins that you had written on, and you put tchotchkes on it. <laughs> I think you did that. You know how long ago you did that? I think you did that about 12 years ago. When you were moving. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe even more. It might have been 20 years ago. <laughs> but you. So in other words, this junk has been in this bin for 20 years. Yes. Now, here's the big question. Do I even open up the bin? Just yes. Plus. No, you got to open it up to see what you're tossing because you never know what's in the bin. <laughs> yeah, I know. Other I, than tchotchkes. I can tell you, I know what's not in the bin. Anything important. Anything I important because you haven't needed it for 20 years. No, right. So it's ridiculous. But anyway, you know, we're talking about possessions in our lives today a lot of things in our life bulk mm-hmm. up you know it's just mm-hmm. the nature of the beast and getting rid of it I, I always feel so great when i lighten up my load yes you know? yes it's a good feeling don't you it's like a that? great feel it, it's a nice feeling and especially you know i recently gave away my fish tank that i didn't need anymore and it was exactly. a great feeling to one get rid of it and two give it to somebody who really wanted it and appreciated it so that was a nice feeling you know where does it all fit in it fits into the spiritual life because this stuff can get in the way so like living with less is such a good thing even jesus talks about being a disciple you don't need much more than a pair of sandals and a walking stick that's what we're looking at on religion and rock today how do we lighten the load and kind of find god in the midst of all of that it's amazing when you think about our lives like how things aggregate Uh, it it is and you you know you realize it i realized it a lot when my mom moved out of uh the family house you know many years after dad passed and there's 30 years worth of stuff in the house that you have to get rid of but that's true i understand you know and then when they pass you get their junk and and it accumulates and uh it's funny you spend your youth accumulating stuff and as we get older i think like you and like me we start going through saying why do i need all this stuff why do i need this i don't need less is good actually when Mm -hmm. i just moved this past year you know over to st bridget's in westbury i saw all these boxes and that's where i saw your bin and Mm -hmm. everything i was like you know what i can live without this stuff i actually have and i mean these are kind of cool things like i found a whole box of signed albums like because every time we did an interview if you remember yep we got an album album signed you know so i have like jackson brown and john mellencamp and you know uh, all these people steve uh what's his name from uh, brian may all Mm -hmm. john all these things are all signed and i said you know what i should put those out like that kind of be fun to look at again you know right to see it you know you got it and what good is it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so i think lightening the load's a good thing that's part of our lives that we're called to we're the only generation that has like these storage storage units and they're everywhere and i have friends i have a friend who has two of them yeah. In a house. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like these pods are on people's lawns and, and we all have it. But if we get rid of it, the promise is it lightens up our lives in such a way that mm-hmm. we have a little room for God to break in. You know, it's not about accumulating. Like success is not how much you have. It's how you live with what you got. And yep. I think that's kind of what we have to look at. So that's what Religion and Rock's about today. It's about looking at what we have, how we can live with it and allow that to give glory to God, allow our lives to give glory to God somehow, and how we can live a little bit less. Like, why don't you join me in the winter clean out and see if you can empty a few bins? It's a good thing. So that's what we're talking about on Religion and Rock today. We're talking about possessions in our lives. To start us off, this is Nirvana, the man who sold the world. Spoken walls and well Although I was 
sold the world nirvana you know interesting you think about stuff in life like what does power do to us where does the power really lie and we sometimes you know we'll kind of kind of excuse ourselves and say well that you know it lies with big government it lies in all of the different people who have more power than i do and so i don't have to be responsible right but no it really lies in a shared grouping of this world all of us and we have to kind of realize that you know come to recognize that whether you throw garbage out the window or not actually makes a difference on this world it's hard to think that you throwing a straw wrapper out the window affects climate change right but ultimately that's kind of stuff does and we have to start caring about one another we have to start consuming less right all of these things are part of the spiritual life that i would recommend a reading to you about is is laudato si which is something pope francis wrote all about our environment all about this world in which we live in now we're called to share in the environment it's such an important thing in our lives you know that we realize that we possess a lot 
But to those who've been given a lot, a lot is expected. You and I have to care for this earth because there's nobody else to care for but you and me. And that's where the difference is going to be found. Here's John Mellencamp, I Ain't Ever Satisfied. John Mellencamp, I ain't ever satisfied. Well, that's the truth of life sometimes, right? There's just never enough. There's a story in the Bible that Jesus tells about a guy who says, I had a great harvest this year. I'm going to tear down my old barns and build bigger barns so I can keep all of this great harvest that I have. I have so much. 
And he says, what a fool, because that night the Lord required his life. You know, in other words, he died that night after building all these bigger barns. In our lives, we kind of do that, right? Instead of thinking about the other guy, I think about saving, you know, something for the poor or sharing something with the poor. No, we build bigger barns. We want more, more, more. Ultimately, it's about us sharing some stuff in our lives. It's about giving that we're receiving. And that's the challenge to you and me to figure out, you know, that's where satisfaction comes. It doesn't come from the big giant barn full of stuff. It comes from sharing our goods and services with other people. I have a priest friend of mine who's in Brooklyn Diocese, and he has all of these um, immigrants right now. And he called me and said, I need some stuff, you know. And I said, what do you need? He goes, I basically need everything. I need diapers. I need baby wipes. I need food, dry goods. He goes, I, I don't have any bedding. People are sleeping on the ground. Think all of these things, you think about what we have and what they have. So sometimes sharing our possessions, sharing our treasure makes all the difference in the world. It's something we have to pray about and decide to kind of make a difference by doing something for somebody else. Here's Queen, I Want It All.
there's Queen, I want it all. You know, when you want it all or when you have it all, you realize that, you know what, there's a lot of responsibility with having a lot of things and having a lot of responsibility, period. I think about when I moved to my first parish, um, I went in a Volkswagen Beetle. I had two bags in the back of it, lawn bags of stuff, and that was it. That was my whole entire life. Now, I just moved parishes this past summer. You know, I needed help with guys coming back and forth and a moving truck to get all the junk around. What happened? How did it happen? My life happened, right? And as we grow, we aggregate a lot of things. What do you do about that? Like, is it going to be the kingdom or is it going to be the kingdom? And we sort of have to lighten up the load sometimes and recognize that. Sometimes I find, like, wintertime is a good time to kind of go through closet after closet, make the bags for the poor, drop them off down at the, uh, you know, the gift shop in your parish or in a clothing bin. How can we possibly live with less? When we have less, it seems it allows more space for God to break in, and that's where happiness is going to be found. Here's Molly Hatchet. It's called Flirting with Disaster.
Hatchet, flirting with disaster. Interesting. I've heard that song a long time. Sometimes this stuff happens in our lives. When we get hooked up into possessions, we flirt with disasters. I mean, there are TV shows, right, about hoarders. I find that like just so distasteful to take somebody's sickness and make it entertainment, right? You just can't do that. I mean, we all flirt with disaster in some parts of our lives, and sometimes things get into way in the way of so much, right? We try to possess people. That gets in the way of having a good friendship if you're going to own somebody or a love relationship. You know, we've all seen where too much smothers a good thing. I think in our lives, it's about holding on loosely. It's about owning things in a certain way that they don't rule our lives, and all of that makes for a huge difference. So we have to figure about that because possessions can lead us to disaster. We can overspend and we can overown to the point where we're absolutely lost. We need to be found. We need to recognize the power of owning in such a way that we own loosely and we can share things with one another. Hey, I'm on Senior Jim. You're listening to Religion and Rock. We're talking about possessions today. This is Rush Red Barchetta.
Well, red bar chatter always reminds me of owning a car, right? And we all have cars, and there's a certain degree of responsibility we have with a car to care for it, no matter what the car is, whether it's old or new or whatever. And then there are people who own cars who are, like, really quite excessive or proud, if you will, of the car that they have. And there's nothing ultimately wrong with that unless the car takes over our life, right? Um, you know, and there's people I know who the car has kind of taken over their life sometimes. That's hard. It's hard when you're so into the car that that's where all the money goes and that's where all of the resources go in our lives. I sometimes see that on the road. I'll see somebody go by, a young kid, and they have so much money invested in their car. And I say to myself, wow, maybe they should save some money so that they have some money to pay rent or do other things in their life. But instead, they've had all the latest and greatest installed on their car. You know, and again, I went through that in my own life when I was a younger guy. At the same time, we want to grow through that. We don't want to get stuck with that. It's one thing about owning a classic car, but let's face it, not every car is a classic. And God calls us once again to hold on loosely so they don't take over our lives, they serve our lives. Here's the Black Crows. This is called Remedy.
as a black crow's remedy. It's a funny thing, you know, you can only take a remedy when you know where you're sick, right? So if you go to the doctor, you tell him all of your symptoms, you let him examine you, and then there's a remedy prescribed, right? Unless we're doing that interior inspection in our lives, that retrospective look, if you will, uh, reflection, you know, survey our actions a little, you know, kind of taking a look into our lives. We really don't know what needs to be fixed. And we need to know our sins. We need to kind of be able to reflect and say, you know what, this is where I really need to seek contrition and sorrow, and I need to seek forgiveness. You think about that in our lives. You know, it's called an act of contrition that seeks the forgiveness, but also to be able to take a look inside and to do that hard work. We call it in our Christian faith an examination of conscience. You know, look within and say, these are the things I need to work on. Here's where I'm not well. Sometimes consumption is something that is kind of causing an illness, and we need to pray for the remedy. So yeah, it takes a spiritual component here. This isn't just cleaning out the garage I'm talking about today. No, I'm talking about taking a look within and taking a look where we need a remedy and where God can help us. That's such an important thing. Here's the Dave Matthews Band. This is called Too Much. Between the lines, I'm gone. 
Dave Matthews Band too much. This reminds me about when I was a kid. You know, you would go to the movie theater and you would eat so much candy that you actually got sick of candy. Do you remember being sick of candy? Like you just had too much of it, you couldn't eat another piece. Such an interesting thing that too much of something is actually too much. So sometimes desire can be a great strength and a great source for us of energy, of creativity, of good things. It becomes a part of our spiritual lives, this idea of desire. Not filling ourselves up to the brim, but living in such a way where we can live with less, and that leftover spot, that desire part, is not that we're bloated, but that hunger helps us to grow. Hunger is a good thing sometimes. Hunger is a good thing in relationships and satisfaction. It kind of helps us to understand ourselves better, see the gifts in our life better, and also not to get overly bloated so that we're really not functioning and we just be kind of come lazy all around. No, we need to have that hunger because that's what helps us to be creative, and that's an important part of that. Here's Steve Winwood. This is called The Finer Things.
Steve Winward, The Finer Things. It's a funny thing. I was thinking about this the other day in, like, Possessions, thinking about this show. You know, sometimes the oddest things, they're not so fine, can kind of get in the way. I remember when I was a young priest, um, coffee cans, chock full of nuts coffee cans, used to come with a scoop. I know this sounds crazy. And I used, I used to, for some crazy reason, collect the scoops. And I had probably, I don't know, 150, 200 of these scoops. It's like a crazy thing. Like, why was I hanging on to these? And I still have a Ziploc bag somewhere full of these dumb scoops. Why would I do that? You know, why is that something that's a possession I need to keep? I don't know. Like, and it doesn't necessarily mean the finer things are the things we're drawn to. This is like a little throwaway thing. And yet somehow it got, I got caught up in it. We get caught up in things sometimes that can pull us away from God. They can pull away our focus. In our lives, we're called to be focused people. And sometimes that means, you know, creating the space where God can work, creating a little room where the spirit can break in. That's going to bring us happiness in the long run. It's a good question to ask ourselves, you know, spiritually, what do we need to throw away? Physically, what do we need to throw away to make room for God that makes all the difference in the world? Here's Tom Petty, All the Wrong Reasons. Sail 
all the wrong reasons. Well, that's about taking a break. And even in our prayer lives, asking why. Like, why do I need this? Why do I want to do this? Why do I own this? Why do I want to own this? Those kinds of questions, when you ask them in prayer, God has a little time to work with us. We can reflect a little bit. And sometimes we come to the point where we say, you know what, I don't really need that. I know I try to do that myself in simple, simple ways. Like even with my Amazon cart, I'll put something in the cart and I'll leave it there for a couple of days. And I'll say to myself, do I really need this? Do I really want this? Do I really need to pick this up now? Can this wait a month? Do I need to buy it this second? When you kind of do that examination, a lot of times we don't, and we're able to kind of let certain things go. Other times in our lives, you say, no, I really need that. This is important. So, okay, we do it. But the reality is, you know, to have the right reasons for the things we own, the right reasons for the things we want in this world. And in a sense, hopefully they're to make other people good. Hopefully they're to make our, our lives better so that we kind of understand why we own the things we own and why we need them and even why we desire them going to help us to be, you know, happier in the long run. Here's Bruce Springsteen, Hungry Heart.
Bruce Springsteen, Hungry Heart. The fact of the matter is, you know what? All our hearts are hungry. They're hungry for something more. And what happens is we kind of stuff a lot of things in those hungry hearts to try to fill up. The truth of the matter is the thing that is going to fill us up is to be filled with a sense of God's presence in our lives. I've been there. I know lots of people have been there. That's how they found fulfillment in their lives. That's how they found joy in their lives. So if you're a person who's collecting stuff, God bless. And if you're collecting in the right you know, spirit, God bless. If you're collecting because you need something, you know, you need something more in this life. Think about going to church. Think about taking a break today and saying some prayers. Get a pair of rosary beads and keep them in your pocket. You know, there's something about it that changes our lives. So I think you and I are called to be those people who recognize the power of God in our lives and also recognize that, yeah, there's a hunger. That hunger is there. Find that hunger and search out God. And that's how we find fulfillment in our lives. It's never going to be with an addict filled with junk or lots of bins like I have filled with junk. Clean out with me this winter time and recognize that God is with us as the load lightens kind of gives room for God to get in there. And that changes everything. That gives us meaning. That gives us joy. And it helps us to bring joy to other people's lives. You've been listening to Religion and Rock. It's hosted by me, Monsignor Jim Vlaughn, and it's engineered and produced by the great man of few possessions, Stephen Chaldone. Have a wonderful week, everyone, and don't forget, say a prayer.